going on ladies and gentlemen we must be in heaven because it's episode 7d of the preach cast and today we've got our every 10 friend the fear merchant richard back on the show with us richard how the hell are you buddy i'm great guys last time you saw me i was up in the middle of the night in malta thankfully i'm up in the middle of the night at home now (laughs) (laughs) i'm all good can't complain happy to be here again we have a very good unbroken uh, streak now, don't we? We do. We do. We've been going strong since what? Episode 10? Is that the net? I think it was episode 20. I think I missed 20? the 10 boat. <laughs> there we go. We're on it now. Our friend Glenn is here as well. How you doing, brother? I'm doing well, man. I'm, I'm super excited to have our international man of mystery joining us again. You know, it's, it's a, it takes a little bit of work, but it is definitely more than worth it. And, and super appreciated by... By all, by all parties. That's right. That's right. Well, I'm I'm happy to be here, guys. You know, pleasure as always. I wouldn't do it unless I enjoyed it. Oh. <laughs> well, thank you. It's great to hear from you. And we really needed you this episode because we want to get a little international flavor uh, tonight Ooh. on all the new fall things coming out. We're trying to hear what the world wants to see uh, coming up fall 2017. Big stocked episode. It's episode 70, ladies and gentlemen. But first, I'm sure y'all know what time it is. It's That's time. right, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> there he is. <laughs> to just. Ah, oh, my dude did it. He knows. <laughs> yes. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. It's time for just preach play. It's the time we give you. So what do we do, Richard? We preach play. Oh, booter pooters. There we go. That's the that's the move. You gotta booter those pooters, ladies and gentlemen. Because today we're going to trailers.apple.com. From there, you're gonna click the most recent new trailer. We know nothing about all three of us, even across the way. My dude's got no clue. And today, ladies and gentlemen, it's the commuter. Yeah, man. The commuter. This this thing's a little too close to home for me. I personally have a pretty pretty decent commute. I know that you uh, you definitely get around there in the in the car, my friend, Mr. Trav. Although Richard oh uh, puts us all to shame, um, you know, with his like exotic locales that he's going to all the time. It's pretty ridiculous. Exotic Regular for ye, as I say. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, like, oh. guys, I've been so busy lately. I just won't even go into it. <laughs> so like, I'm so busy. They got me going to England. Uh, I'm going to Rome, and then I'm going to be in Malta. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's the worst. In Poland, like... Spain, England, and I'm off for my holidays to Croatia as well. So very, very busy. <laughs> that's how you know. That's how you know it's fancy too, because he's like, I'm taking my holidays. I'm like, oh, holidays. <laughs> Here it is. My vacation. <laughs> the fanciest time off are the holidays. The commuter. Yes, well, yeah, you know go, go for it. Go for you know the commuter. Nothing about it. What do we think it's about? I think it's the weird guy on the bus. Maybe. It certainly could be. Liam Neeson's Liam Neeson's in it, it looks like. You think he's going to be the weird guy on the bus? I don't know. He's usually the good guy, right? The hero you lately? Think? Yeah, I think so. Get off my bus. Do you think that, we'll that... see what he has to say, ladies and gentlemen. That was Clint, because he, in... that was Clint Eastwood, not Liam Neeson. Oh, right. <laughs> okay. right. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Listen to me. I'm all kerfuffed. You are. As it is. Anywho, we're ready. Hope those pooters are bootered, because in three... Two, one, we're gonna just preach play. I like it when the trailer starts right away. 
Yeah, straight boom. He's definitely the good guy. Hey, kiddo. I love you. He wasn't even driving. How is he the commuter? Wife's the commuter, apparently. It's my first time on a commuter train. What about you? Uh, Every day. It's the name of the movie. Years. Oh, she's hey, driving years. him to the you train. You know everyone on this train. <laughs> oh, and that's Sorry, us. It's the girl from no, um, Bates Motel. And Insidious. Michael. Sophia, um, human what's her name? My job is to I Conjuring, excuse me. Couldn't tell you. She is normal Bates. What kind of person are you? That's great. The director of What's The Shallows. What if I asked you to do something that could profoundly affect an individual on this train? I don't understand. Someone on this train does not belong. All you have to do is find them. <laughs> In the bathroom, there is $75,000. That money is yours if you do this one little thing. I thought this was hypothetical. You have until next stop to decide. What kind of person are you? commuter my friend what do you what, what's the verdict here action packed yeah you could say that that's seventy five thousand dollars was taken oh <laughs> dude i didn't even i didn't even see that coming i didn't know I had just like no that train <laughs> oh. oh my gosh man um, that movie reminds me of this is gonna be a throwback classic. Reminds me of Strangers on a Train by Alfred, directed by Alfred Hitchcock. Do you guys know that movie? Um, it's escaping me right now. You can say no. We won't. Ju- we won't judge you. We won't judge you. Um, it's basically about two guys who meet on a train, uh, and like one is getting divorced, and the other one has his mom and snagging him, and he's like, and they're both like, oh man, like, like what if, like, I hate this person, what if we could kill him? And they're like, oh, we can't do that. We got all these, uh, we got all these uh, motives and stuff. And they're like, well, let's switch murders. It seems like they just meet on the train, and she's like, yo, <laughs> and she's like, yo, like, I have seventy five thousand dollars. I, I kind of want you to kill this person. And he's like, okay, let's just switch. Yeah, that's how it works. Just <laughs> at least in that movie, it was good. You should watch it. If you haven't seen Strangers on a Train, you owe it to yourself. There's more than just Psycho and Vertigo, kids. Go watch them out there, Alfred Hitchcock. You're welcome. <laughs> Drop mic. That's it. I Boom. dig it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I'm passing on the commuter, man. Yeah, I probably am too. I w- I don't need to go see this in a theater. No, if it's on HBO some random Saturday. I'm there. Exactly. Aside from that, no, yeah, same. Not not down with it. But I want to know, more importantly, I want to know what you guys are down with in our next segment. Ooh, that's right, ladies and gentlemen. It might be old and it might be new. But from us, it's any blue you can do. That's right, the segment where we discuss any old Blu-ray, something new that just came out, maybe something from the past, maybe something yet to be seen. From us, ladies and gentlemen, it's going to be any blue you can do. Today, because guests should go first, uh, gentlemanly politeness, and I'm very curious because they wouldn't tell me in the pre-show meeting. <laughs> Richard, what, what is the blue that you can do, my dude? 
Well, it's not so much a blue, it's an indigo. It's Pokemon the Indigo Leagues. Oh my uh, god! The, <laughs> the DVD, it's a £59.99 pence on, on the uh, UK Amazon there. But uh, it's out at the end of October. It's like a bit of a pre-sale right now. At the end of Pokemon? At the end of October, not Pokemon. No, 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 I had heard Pokemon ended. Like, they ended the cartoon series recently. Oh, really? I think yeah. it was, like, uh, Funimation got bought by someone else, I think. Oh, did they? Yeah. I just saw they're doing a Funimation Direct. I was, I'm really... I think, I think, really I think it was before. Funimation was bought by Sony, actually. Okay. We need a fact checker in here. There we do. <laughs> My God. That might be but huge. That, but that's, that's my Blu-ray pick. Uh, I don't know exactly what the transfer will look like because it's already on Netflix. So it'll be interesting to uh, see how that turns out. Love it. Damn, it's it. super little, little, little pricey, especially if it's uh, you know for the UK uh, price. What are you guys using the pound over there? Like that's got to be like close to eighty dollars or so. But if mm-hmm. you are interested in it over here, you know stateside, uh, Amazon UK does ship uh, to the US uh, if you have Prime, and it's really not that much more. There's a little bit of an extra fee, but it's nothing too bad. Um, the only thing that does kind of stink is you can't use an American gift card there, which kind of kind of sad. But that is a bit nasty. Yeah, it's a little, that's a little brutal. Um, I'm actually gonna go ahead and just slide myself into this segment. Just go ahead and butt right in front of you, Mr. Mr. Trap, and I'm gonna hit you guys with a classic. I'm, I'm also gonna stick with the animated feel because my pick is Disney's The Lion King. Oh wow, out of the vault, huh? Ooh. Uh, yeah, out of the vault, and really the reason I'm bringing it up is because it is cheap for a Disney oh, Blu-ray. They're usually hearts. pretty expensive. Um, it, but now it's only sixteen dollars and like seventy-nine cents on Amazon. So it's the same, uh, like you know, diamond edition that they have, like you know, in any other store. But it's like half the price. Usually it's a thirty-dollar movie. So if you ha- like, you know, The Lion King, uh, as you should, as anybody with the soul should like The Lion King, you definitely need to go pick this up for that price. Um, I, I I'm definitely gonna do it. And you never know, like when it might be available again, because they they do exactly what you're saying Seth like they throw stuff in the vault and then it's just gone it's just out of print for an extended amount of time and you are done but $16.79 Lion King childhood memories happiness go get it love it love it Uh, (laughs) for me uh, ladies and gentlemen it's gonna be uh, getting stoked getting ready for uh, Halloween time I'm gonna do the Evil Dead 1 and 2 Blu-ray set it is only $9.99 on Amazon right now. It's just Evil Dead 1. It's just Evil Dead 2. You're not getting the fancy package. You're not getting the whole kit and caboodle. You're just getting the two great films. Uh, if you love the franchise at all, definitely, and you don't have it, you definitely should pick these up. Um, Evil Dead 2, or Army of Darkness, is actually my girlfriend's favorite movie. So I feel like this might be a good gift for her upcoming birthday. Well, you just ruined it here now. She's a listener. No. No, can't get her to. <laughs> Never heard a shell. <laughs> awesome. Not even the same boat there, brother. Right, right. You tell all these people that love you the most to like, please just subscribe, listen, download, rate, anything. And they're like, oh, yeah. Yeah, that's cool. I hear you enough, <laughs> you know, really. You know, we talk now. So why would I hear that again? And I'm like, ah, whatever. Thanks, mom. <laughs> Oh yeah, that's it. Good pick. That's all man. we got. 
Good pick. Any blue you can do, ladies and gentlemen. Let us know if you have a Blu-ray by getting at us at PreachCast on Twitter or at Fear Merchant on Twitter. Indeed. Out of nowhere, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, it is time for Coming Attractions. Coming Attractions is our weekly box office recap where we talk about some of the movies that are coming out in the theater. Uh, we actually do all the hard work for you so you don't have to. But before I go ahead and delve into this week's releases, of which there are two, I want to take a minute to tell you all about our wonderful sponsor, Adam Tickets. Now, if you are going to the movies, first of all, I am jealous. And I'm also jealous of the fact that you are a new user of Adam Tickets. Because if you are, my friends, you can actually use the promo code PREACHUS, P-R-E-E-S-H-U-S, and save $5 off the cost of your purchase. So it'll like maybe pay for a drink, let's say. Uh, but Adam Tickets, not only can you buy your tickets, you can also reserve your seats and most importantly, order your concessions. So by the time you get there, everything is just ready and waiting for you. Now, let's talk about some of these movies that are coming out this week. And this first one, I know we are all going to have an opinion on. We will all have something to say about it. And that is Mother, the Darren Aronofsky um, like drama horror mystery is how IMDb um, frames it. And these mm. Short, short synopsis. It says a couple's relationship is tested when uninvited guests arrive at their home, disrupting their tranquil existence. Now, this movie to me, like, I'm, I am all types in for this. This thing looks really cool, kind of like unsettling, uh, but it also kind of seems like something that we may have seen before. It is very Rosemary's Baby to me. Um, I wouldn't, that way. I wouldn't even be bit. surprised if it was like a hidden, like, re, like reimagining of it or something. Um, but I don't know. What do you guys think? Right there with you. Um, I'm looking forward to it, man. Looks, looks good. Might be something I've seen the cinema. I love Darren Aronofsky. I would definitely check this out. I don't feel like I'm going to be able to make it, but I definitely would want to. Somebody's trying to go. Let's go see Mother. There you go. It's all-star cast in fairness. Like we got. You like that Javier Bardem? Yeah, well, we have Ed Harris. Do we have uh, Michelle Pfeiffer? Um, Pfeiffer is great. Who else is in there? Jennifer yeah, Jennifer Lawrence. Um, her. Someone else I'm neglecting who used to be very big at least. What's her Javier name? Javier Bardem. No, is this a woman? Oh God, I can't. Michelle Pfeiffer? Was it? Wasn't it Michelle Pfeiffer? No, no someone else. Oh. Someone else there. All right. Well, it, tell you from the it looks good. Uh, you know, if you're curious, <laughs> go see the movie, and then maybe you can find out. Um, the, the <laughs> Let us know who it was. Exactly. Right. I appreciate. That's- Um, The only other movie coming out this week is American Assassin, uh, a story centered on counterterrorism agent Mitch Rapp. That is literally the only thing in the synopsis. Um, I what? Yeah, that is that is it. It is literally one more time. A story centered on counterterrorism agent Mitch Rapp. Okay. M I T C H Rapp. Um, If you R A P R A P P. If you are familiar with this, probably because you happen to be like at the movie theater and see a trailer for something that had Michael Keaton in it, um, because Michael Keaton is the other uh, like actor in this movie. Um, that being said, I love me some Michael Keaton, but I don't know if Michael Keaton is going to save this one for me. I am not in. This looks like your run-of-the-mill kind of like spy thriller, um, like the poor man's uh, born identity. Uh, <laughs> I, re- I remember this movie now. Yeah. Um... Michael Keaton looks good in it. He looks tough, but definitely not a movie I need to go see. Damn it. I mean, 
Yeah, first I've heard of it here, so that will tell you how uh, much on my radar it is. Yeah, man. Yeah. Uh, not uh not not looking forward to it. I love Michael Keaton, but you can you can do better, man. But I am glad that we start to see him in more stuff now cuz he's he's so good. He's so good. And he's Batman and Beetlejuice. And Birdman. And Bird, well, come on now. That's Mr. not Mom. on the same level as that's not on the same level as Beetlejuice. Ah. Get out of here. I love Michael Keaton. I Anywho, ladies and gentlemen, it's a big season for us. It's fall. It's the new season. Uh, every new thing is coming out. They're hitting us with the big movies before the year's end. Um, we've got a lot to talk about, ladies and gentlemen. Movies, music, TV, games, more, any old thing. Uh, Richard, how about you kick us off with a, with a hot topic for this season? Well, on this side of the pond, we would say we're going to autumn. So. <laughs> is that it? It's autumn, not fall? It's autumn season. The autumn um, holidays. Yeah, exactly. Thank you. <laughs> we don't really have autumn holidays, I guess. Um, no? Yeah, because we've, we've all, um, what should we call it? I can't even talk now, guys. It's getting quite late. Uh, Thanksgiving. 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 Don't you have Halloween. a banking holiday there or something like that? No, we get bank holidays. They're just like random days off. Maybe get three of them a year. You guys do Black Friday? Do you have that? Uh, no, no, we don't. I think it's creeping over here, though, online. And like Cyber Wednesday or Cyber Thursday. What do you Thursday. call it? Like Gouge Fest? Uh, we don't have any of that stuff because isn't it the Friday after Thanksgiving? Yeah. Isn't that it? Yeah. We, so we don't we don't do Thanksgiving. We have nothing to be thankful for. <laughs> <laughs> Except for these three things that I've picked out for today. Yeah. That first segue. So uh, I was thinking uh, for my first one, if if you listen to me. Um, it's no no secret that I am looking forward to Blade Runner 2049 coming out uh, early October so that'll be very soon um, have you seen big, the shorts yet I've seen one I haven't seen are the other two released yet there's one other one I believe that came out I didn't yet watch it with Jared Leto yeah I, I watched was this Blade Runner 2036 it was called yeah 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 and that was quite good and I think to release them as kind of supplemental teasers is good. Sort of what they did with the kind of TEDx talks, mm-hmm. the fake ones, they were fairly cool. Um, so yeah, really looking forward to that. Um, I think the trailers have given away the plot already and it's not going to be, as we'll say, small sort of scale case. It looks to be the whole world is at stake and <laughs> I must stop them. Isn't it it's always? Like, oh, Jesus. Um, so I'm looking forward to it. I don't know will it be any good. I think. You um, think they're going to have narration? I hope not. I think they right. hope they've learned a lesson. No, they they have a good composer on board. They have mm-hmm. a decent director. I think Ridley Scott needs to get his fingers out of his legacy. I think mm-hmm. he's setting himself up for ruining a lot of things there. But uh, enough enough of that. Blade Runner. That's the one I'm really looking forward to. Um. I suppose, given my namesake, I'm looking forward to Jigsaw, the soft, yeah. the soft reboot slash sequel slash standalone slash whatever <laughs> it's supposed to be. Um, that's looking fun. Uh, hopefully, they'll reinvigorate that franchise a bit because <laughs> it did kind of. I had a conversation with someone, and they were saying, um, after maybe Saw one and two, can you tell me the plot of? any of the other movies <laughs> it's all taking place in the same hour 
yeah, it's all exactly. one hour of time that goes by, and everyone's so, in a box in a different room in a warehouse somewhere. Yeah, I mean, like the first movie story-wise was great; it held its own, and then the rest it was just all about the traps. But hopefully, Jigsaw will go back to its roots, and I think that's kind of what they're doing. Maybe it's an expanded origin of Jigsaw, but also continuing on. That's something that's really interesting. That's I think it's going to turn out we've been watching a prequel, just like Saw seven or whatever i don't know yeah. like i don't know Possibly. though because they uh like in like in the trailer at least like they're referring to like people everyone's like oh it can't be him like you know he's dead so like it's gotta be it's gotta be after um, you think yeah it's gotta be um although i yeah, I, I also hope that it is because like i love the idea of like it just keeps going and going like <laughs> like it's a huge franchise although i gotta agree with you um both that like later like after like the second one it gets nuts there's almost like no series of movies that has like an intertwined storyline like that and it's a straight up mess because you could be watching really? saw six and they'll be cutting back to a moment in saw four for like 30 minutes and then they'll fast forward to six and then it'll jump to like three and and like that was the movie and i think it was, i think it was saw four that the whole thing takes place like in a different movie and it's like yeah and I'm yeah, like, yeah this is the whole I'm, thing takes place in saw two yeah i i yeah i think it's like i think it's that one if it's not if it's not four maybe it's five that takes place during three but like it's it's like yeah it's crazy this this is exactly what i'm saying past one and two you have the clue what's going on no you, the thing it, with the thing with jigsaw is tobin bell is coming back so it's like tied actually into um the like the same series obviously because it's the same jigsaw they haven't recast him or anything I love so Tobin be... Bell's voice. I think he's got a great voice for horror and and bad guys in general. Oh yeah, he's old man. He's like in the seventies. Yeah, he's not, super old. Not a young yeah. gentleman. So uh, yeah, that's number two anyway. Then number three is Stranger Things uh, two or season two or volume two, whatever yes, they're sir. calling it. Um, gotta be stoked for it. It's like those Duffer Brothers. They got rejected. <laughs> for doing it and they made their own version of it and it's great yeah. so i'm really looking forward to that yeah, I, I love it i i love stranger things it really really gets you in that time frame you know we we had a whole 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 episode about stranger things go back listen to it i think it was episode 23 uh can't go on enough about it. our friend glenn i know you love it you chomp at the bit for stranger things oh, dude it's it's perfect because you know it's it's a it's a great combination of all the things that you know we if, if you're in 80s horror you're gonna love this and even if you're not in the 80s horror you're gonna love the whole like stand by me vibe uh and there's parts of it that are funny it's like a really good type of show that i feel like you don't have to be a hardcore fan of the genre to get into that's really why i was so happy with um you know it uh, which we talked about on our previous episode episode 69 um because a lot of people that i know that saw um the new version of it were like you know that was good it was a really good movie but they're like it wasn't super scary and i'm like you're right it wasn't it was more like a drama that takes place like that happens to be a horror movie um and that's how i kind of feel about it there's a or, um about stranger things there's a lot of other stuff going on it's not just all like it's not just all horror there's like drama there's mystery there's comedy and it's all kind of like interwoven in there which is great because i feel like that gets new people involved I-, I can't wait for stranger things too man it looks amazing Time. and the recent Wait. trailer then with Thriller was just very good it's like a good rendition yeah that must really have got that 80s of, vibe going that must have cost them so much money 
like to be able <laughs> yeah. to like that they that music came on and i was like whoa like netflix we're spending some dough like <laughs> like well, what about you guys what are you looking forward to so sticking with the um i'm gonna continue with the television um theme uh i'm really i know a lot of people are kind of sick of it by now but i'm excited man like i'm really excited for the walking dead to come back um are you yeah man I oh really, man i gave up on the end of that last I, season I, out of steam I, I don't know man i don't i don't understand how a lot of people are saying they're like oh i don't really like the the last season there's too much with negan and i'm like negan's like the best character I love negan. like in that show um, I he's so enough. watered down he's so watered down of course he's he watered incredibly down watered down this isn't like an nc-17 like movie this right? is this is on amc they get away with as much as they can um you know the and they they can't do it to the extent it's just like with you know it was super watered down there's all types of stuff in that that they could never um even like approach uh yeah but i i powered through the audiobook during the week there like the last two weeks so Odd i'm all scene. up to date on my age yeah i also <laughs> listened to the audiobook uh that was it's a big it's a big book um but uh but yeah, man, that I feel like he does a great job with Negan, uh, you know, up to what he can do. Uh, I feel like the personality is there. Uh, and would you would you not say he's like not big enough to be Negan? He's a bit kind of skinny. If I if I Morgan, yeah, like if I was in the post-apocalyptic world, like I don't see why everyone cow toes to him. He's not like a big he's got layers. Yeah, man, it's not just his physical, like, you know, imposition. It's him being able to, like, you know, break these people down mentally. He's got groups of people just, like, chanting that they are him. They're all him. He, like, brainwashes people. Yeah, but you need the iron fist and velvet glove kind of thing where you have to have the physical threat behind yourself. You can't just be, like, what what season was it? Was it season five where there was, like, a five-foot-tall, like, cop woman in the hospital? Yeah. Like, she wasn't believable as a threat because it's meant to be the end of the world and people would, like, devolve back into, you know, more primitive stuff where, like, men are more physical and, you know, going back to older gender roles. I don't want to trigger the audience too much here, (laughs) but you you need to be kind of more imposing to uh, rule with an iron fist kind of thing. I think I don't know, man. I think the big thing with Negan, and I think why he does such a good job, is it is when like Negan runs into a situation where they're short on resources. He's not like you know he doesn't hesitate. He's just like that's mine, and you know he just acts on his impulses. So when there's supplies, he's like, yo, you owe me, and if you don't, very sociopathic. Like, like I'm just gonna come and take it. And he's like, it doesn't have yeah. to be bad. This is the arrangement, and you know if it works out, like things will be okay. Um, and for the most part, he's pretty honest when he says he's not gonna hurt somebody. He's not, as long as you actually give him, you know, what he's asking. Um, yeah. But, uh, and I feel like that's where it gets kind of nuts because you, like, he's not the worst, but he can certainly be the worst. You know, like it's he's well, a, he's yeah. a good character. Yeah, no, I think he does a good I, I just, job with him. I think my biggest critic of the whole thing is just the plot armor, and it's not really advancing, and there's no one dying. There just seems to be no stakes in the game really anymore. Yeah, well, it's, it's just all like really hardcore drama. I don't know. Do you watch Z Nation? Like that's way more fun. No, 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 I, I don't. But I mean, that's what I, I mean. That's what I like because I feel like a lot of people die in The Walking Dead, and like really, like where they're, they're doing a good job following the graphic novel, um, and they're at a low right now because I have to have like you know, there's going to be like a giant fight, and yes, people will die, but what happens after that is even is even better, um, and it's all drama. So 
I feel like if people can get there, like The Walking Dead's never been like an all action show. A lot of people say that it's like they just go from place to place, people die, and then like that's it. Um, but uh, I don't know. I'm I'm really liking the the drama aspects of it so far. I'm excited. I'm excited yeah. for it. No, I I will pick it up and finish it. And I know I watched the was it the Comic Con trailer for the next season, and I was like, Old Man Rick. Ooh, I was like, okay. okay. Yeah, yeah. Cool, man. I'm glad. I'm glad you're not giving up on it. Um, on a whole different level, I'm really excited for this Netflix cartoon called Big Mouth. Seth, I would think that you've seen the trailer for this. Have you seen it? I haven't yet. So um, it's uh, it's um, basically it's about these two kids who are like becoming um, like teenagers, um, and it's just like it's got um, John Mulaney, Jenny State, Maya Rudolph, and a bunch of like other guests. Um, it's a ten episode series. It comes out on September 29th. I really like that other series. Um, Seth, what the heck is it? Family something. F is for family. Yeah, F is for family. I think oh, I just finished me. season three of that tonight. It was so funny. I haven't finished. I haven't finished. Uh, I haven't finished it, uh, season two yet. I'm pretty close to being done. But I, I just like that show because the characters, like even though they're like the they're kind of crazy, like I think they mean well. Like it's I don't know. It's nice to watch something refreshing after all I watch is like you know scary things and like horrible well, people. Yeah. Like. Bill Burr is just so uncouth. I just love him. Yeah, I he, love Bill Burr. He's good on that show, and I don't really like him in like in stand up and stuff. But I think he really, does, yeah, I don't. Don't really think he's that funny but on that show i'm like he's perfect oh, i listen to his podcast all the time he cracks me up i accidentally stole one of his jokes that sounds right oh no yeah, <laughs> it was uh, it was the stuff about black friday i i did a bit about black friday and then like uh like month later he's on conan doing the same bit i was like oh my god you're like, <laughs> can't ever say that again you're like nope i'm done <laughs> you mean he stole your joke yeah, yeah that's I, I bet <laughs> that's, that's possible. He, tur- he turned into. He was listening to the preachcast for his comic inspiration. That's what it was, as you <laughs> as you should. Uh, then I'm going to wrap up my excitement with um, the the new season of Channel Zero, which comes out on uh. September 20th. Um, I I think it's awesome that Sci Fi Channel is like still finding a way to stay relevant. Um, because Sci-Fi Channel's been around for a long time, you know, and they've definitely had their areas where they've just, like, struggled. Um, but I feel mm-hmm. like now they're just infused with all this Sharknado money. And, like, <laughs> they've, like, Channel Zero, like, pulls no punches. Like, it's an intense show. Um, Dude, def- I was going to talk about Channel Zero as well. This I'm, this new season sounds incredible. In, man. Um, woman in a bizarre house of horrors with just increasingly disturbing rooms. I'm all in. Yeah, what tr- is Channel Zero? I have no idea this exists. It is an anthology horror series on the Sci-Fi Network uh, over here, and uh, one of the dudes from Parks and Recreations, uh, the first two seasons, was the main actor in. Oh, nice! Um, it was about what? What urban legend was it about, Glenn? Um, well, one of them was, uh, it was actually, Urban Legend's a nice way to phrase it, because, uh, it's actually, like, based on, like, creepypastas, like, these internet, um, like, these internet, um, basically, like, these internet, like, like, Urban Legends, um, it's a, it's a stupid name, but it's actually really neat, people write these, like, original stories, um, and to kind of just share them online to read and, like, scare each other, um, so, and this is all based on, or, like, inspired by, um, different ones of those, um, so I, I think it's I think it's super super cool. Um, that if you're if you're into that type of stuff, you should definitely check out the show. Um, there's even like a subreddit called R slash No Sleep, which is like just a whole collection of all these oh, yeah, like yeah. horrible like scary stories. 
um, which is a neat place to to watch. If you're oh, your lighting right now is actually really scary, Richard. I'm I'm nervous. <laughs> 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 uh, but yeah, you should definitely check out Channel Zero. I don't know if you guys um, have it in the UK. I don't think it's on. I don't think the show's on Netflix. Um, but I would track it down. Not if you yet. Can. Not yet. Hopefully, it's out there on Netflix soon or Hulu. Maybe Amazon. Hopefully, somebody gets the show soon, so that way we can all watch it again. Uh, absolutely love Channel Zero. Absolutely. Right. Swipe that one of my pictures. Yeah, dude. Absolutely check it out. Um, so, I guess because you took Channel Zero for me, bruh. Sorry, man. Uh, I got to talk about... Uh, I'm going to switch it up. Got to do it. Uh, going on the comedy route. TV show. First time it's back in... God, I think... Eight years? It's Curb Your Enthusiasm Season 9. Oh, yeah. That's like, great, I, man. I absolutely love Curb Your Enthusiasm. I spent many a summer enjoying the Larry David antics. Um, the, the man and me, we, we, we live a very similar life in the zany, <laughs> pratfallish, like, what's going on here type things that you get into, you know? Currently, I'm the doorman at the local Wawa. You know, anytime <laughs> I go in there, I'm, I'm the doorman. I'll tell you that much, you know, because of the step thing. There is a unspoken law about how many steps you can take before you are obliged to hold the door open for someone. Okay, that's a whole bit. Get at me. We'll discuss it some other time. <laughs> but I'm all I'm about perfect enthusiasm. I'm just realizing how Philly you're with your Wawa. <laughs> yeah, that's it, man. Yeah. You don't know you don't know a thing about the Wawa, right? My no, I do actually, because uh my mother was living in Philly in the eighties and she used to work in Wawa. <laughs> oh my god, really? That's it, man. Yeah. There what you go. A small world. Yeah, and I was in Philly a couple of years ago. I went to uh, Villanova for a weekend. Oh my oh, god, look at you. I live right by Villanova. No, very good. Might have oh seen god. you. Nova. What were you doing at Villanova? That's insane. I was just there for a night out. Few beers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just there for a night out, you know. Grab yeah. a plane, hop over. No, no thing. I was fly I was across the New world York for that summer. Okay, that makes a little more sense. Yeah, no one of my Bet. friends was visiting a lady in Villanova, so I came for this trip. That sounds right. Yeah, <laughs> that sounds absolutely right. Let me tell you else what sounds right to me, my man. Little little program called The Punisher. It's gonna be on Ooh. Netflix. And I'm super stoked on it. Yeah, Punisher man. was probably the best part of Dale, Daredevil Season 2. Uh, I love John Barenthal's take on it. He seems like a hard, grizzled, shell-shocked Frank Castle, as he should be. Because um, he's got to be a little detached to be doing the kinds of murderings that he's doing. Um, I'm, I'm in. I'm, I'm, I'm super in. Uh, I, I did love the Tom Jane Punisher. He'll always be a little bit of a Punisher for me. But I'm, I'm giving Barenthal the go. Really excited to see it. No date yet on that though, which is unfortunate. Hey man, you got to trust Netflix though. Like they don't really mess up often. So the only thing they dropped the ball on was that Iron Fist. Yeah, I heard yeah, mixed reactions on that. Very bad reviews, isn't it? It it was dry. It was it was very bland, unexciting action sequences, and the characters had no consistent arc. There was no there was no consistent action between behind any of their personalities. It was just, it was just nasty. You know what though? Mm. I, f- I feel like you got to be happy that you're even getting an Iron Fist movie, though. 
Like, I feel like superhero that, people are pretty, yeah. pretty spoiled. Um, it seems like it's gotten to the point where everything is so successful that they're like, oh, let's do a, let's do a show on that character. Let's do a show on that one. Uh, and we're starting to have it like in the horror world too. Because I'm actually they haven't. I don't know if they put a date on it, but. I don't even think it's this fall, but I am excited for The Nun, um, the spinoff from yeah. uh, The Conjuring 2, because uh, I saw Annabelle a few weeks back, uh, and there's a little scene for there's a couple scenes that reference it in there, uh, and I just think that is cool. And that's just an example of like you know people talk about something and then like boom they throw some money at it. It's been a yeah, it's been something going on lately. There's gonna be what 14 live action Marvel TV series across four different networks this season. That's too much. Thank you. I give, I've given up on the Netflix ones. I couldn't even finish Daredevil. No, Daredevil was the best one. I have just too much TV to watch. Daredevil and Luke Cage. Luke Cage is the man. Yeah. You feel like a damn man and, and, and see some good people doing some good things. Watch Luke Cage. He's the man. I will. I will. I'll take the recommendation. So my final pick, uh, ladies and gentlemen, y'all know me. You know I love a little Law & Order SVU. Turns out Law & Order's got another new series coming out. It's an eight-part miniseries. It's called Law & Order True Crime. Oh, They're hopping yes. on the bandwagon for yes. that uh, <laughs> uh, American crime story, uh, the O.J. Simpson trial. Yeah, that was and they're going to be doing the Menendez brothers. Um, I remember this hugely, wildly controversial. Seems like all the big 90s murders are coming back <laughs> lately. Like There was that Jean Bonnet documentary on netflix the oj trial show last year which was incredible and now the menendez brothers and then we're getting another series of uh murder shows i think there's a story coming Are you out telling me they're Dr. rebooting Courtney. all these murders yeah that's what it is they're rebooting murders now man it's insane it's absolutely insane but that was that's the weird thing to think about is like in the early and mid 90s there was just like a lot of like very very high profile murder cases around the country um, like, look at the Jinx. Look at that guy. He he's been murdering people for a couple decades, <laughs> killing people in weird, wild ways. It's true, he's man. Get away with it. Robert Durst. Um, it's a good series. You know, it, it's wild. You know, I, I hear they're also going to do a Unabomber TV show. So it, it's just crazy how how they're celebratizing these murderers again. <laughs> I guess. I guess they felt enough time has lapsed. In these, in these crazy trials where people could be like, I don't know. Did he do it? Yeah. People always love true crime, though. It's kind of like, what well, makes them tick? This is horrendous. It's like watching it's a so car crash in slow motion. It's such saucy TV. Yeah, it's been super popular lately from like Making Murderer, the OJ thing. Uh, what was the, what was that other show? It was a serial podcast. Serial. Mm-hmm. So many things. Murder's the hot thing this season. <laughs> seems like it does, like murder. right, like all of our shows usually involve seem to like you know big big time murder. Also, check out the new season of How to Get Away with Murder on ABC. <laughs> there it is. Man. Oh yeah, is the new season that coming out? Season three is it? I think it is. They filmed at um, this school down the road here, uh, Bryn Mawr. Um, all right. They- Stuff. I've actually watched the first two seasons. It's entertaining, like it's not a bad show. It is entertaining, but it's just one of it's those just, things. That's like, what? It's so bad. It's good kind of thing. It's just like throw it on. Yeah. Also, want to mention that they are bringing back Will and Grace. That's coming back soon, and I'm pretty. I keep hearing rumblings that they're bringing back Friends. Uh, I mean, I would, oh, no. I'll definitely watch both of them. I won't lie to you. I would absolutely watch Will and Grace again. I love Karen. <laughs> She's funny. I, I 
time I see her in anything. I watch her in Children's Hospital. Love it. See her on Parks and Recs. Love her. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> crazy woman, Dude. Megan Mullally. Tweet her. Let her know that we want her on the Preachcast. <laughs> yeah, that's it, man. She'll. I'm sure she'll pick up that 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 call for sure. So that's it. That, that is, is it. That is, sir. Of course, that's not it. Obviously, that's not everything, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, how could it be? It is so much for the fall season. Those are just some tidbits, some bits that we gave to you. Um, of course, we want to thank our friend at the Fear Merchant, Richard. Uh, thank you for joining us, brother. Thanks again for having me, guys. If you like to send my voice, head on over to the Bazaar Cast, B A Z W A R Cast, for more of the dulcet Irish tones over here. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. You can find that link in the uh, in the description of the episode as well, ladies and gentlemen. That's right. The voice personified of the beautiful Irish mist. Fear merchant. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks again, again for having me on, guys. We'll see you uh, at anytime. number 80. That's right, my friend. For all of us here at the Preachcast, for our friend Glenn, he is at From the Crib. For me, I'm at Seth Trav and at Basic Boy Gaming. Be sure to get at me there. Follow us on the YouTube. Be sure to subscribe. Hit it every which way. From every single body here, ladies and gentlemen, we want to remind you to always practice what you preach.